Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. There's no time like the present, and there's no place to be like the present. But I have to look back on yesterday, which was the past, and learn how I should have approached my day differently. You didn't hear from me yesterday. We were in the car what, another eight hours, so we're home, safe and sound, thank you, Lord. But I woke up, it wasn't the 3.30 in the morning kind of thing, we woke up at 6.30, and we rushed. From the minute we got up, it was go, pack, shower, first shower, then pack, then my husband went and ate, and I packed up the car, and I was feeling okay, and then... I was trying to get a couple of my things together, and my husband asks me a very small question. Which water bottle is mine? And it's always the same answer. (laughs) Many, many times over, I've said this to him. Mine is the one with the little lipstick mark on the handle. I've said it dozens of times, but for some odd reason, At this moment, I was all about me. Look, I just loaded up the car. Me and myself and I are doing all of these things while you're down there eating breakfast. Are you serious right now? I'm trying to do my thing. You can't figure out which water bottle is yours. I did not say that, but that was the emotion that was running through me at the time. So I kind of said this. (laughs) Really? You don't know which water bottle you have at this moment. And then I stopped what I was doing, looked at the two water bottles, and pretty much picked up the one that was his and kind of shoved it in his face. And he says, why are you being so snippy? And then I apologized like a snot. I'm sorry, I don't mean to be so snippy. Which wasn't even a genuine apology. (laughs) So then I went and brushed my teeth and I, you know, Of course he was upset. I didn't need to fly off the handle like that. And it wasn't like even a flying off the handle thing. It was just enough to put the tension. So then when we got in the car, I said, listen, I'm really sorry. I was just in the middle of something. And I've told you the water bottle thing so many times. So I just kind of got like, dude, seriously, (laughs) now you need to ask me this. And he's like, yeah, I get it. But I also said, but no, that's not cool. I'm I'm not my best self when I'm not praying. And he 
heard me the day before. I had a coaching call and I was on the podcast. So even though he had his earbuds in his ears, he could hear. And that's another reason why I didn't want to come yesterday. But I'm going to share more about how the day went. So we get in the car and then there's this huge accident. Lord, please, I pray for the repose of both of those souls that passed away on Highway 24 in Tennessee or Kentucky yesterday. And we get in this situation with the GPS. I use Waze and it was telling us to go a certain way and he was getting mad. And I'm like, look, I'm not Waze. I don't know what to tell you, but this is live. People report it. And I've tried to outsmart this before and have been burned. So that's exactly what happened. He said, I'm not doing this. And I said, fine, go back on the highway. We get on the highway. Boom. There's all the red tail lights. The road is literally closed. So we sat there for a good five, 10 minutes. He at least was on the left-hand side. I said, because I said it, I go, get over on the left. If we got to get out of here, at least we can cross through the median, through the grass. And so, yeah, we were snotty. We were irritable. It wasn't the best of certain situations. But this, my friends, is exactly what I'm talking about. We can change our attitudes and emotions if we are, one, paying attention, and two, really actively changing those emotions because we miss the first turn. We eventually flip it into four-wheel drive, go across the median, and we're heading back out of this mess. But we miss the first turn because my husband was, and I'm like, dude, we just missed our first turn. And, and then all of a sudden we got to go 11 miles out of the way in the opposite direction to get to the next turn. So now I'm sitting here. We had just started the trip, my friends. We weren't even an hour in. <laughs> so that was when I said, this is ridiculous. I can sit here and let my emotions kill my body by getting mad and angry and frustrated and trigger all of those chemical reactions which are associated with those emotions and put my body in a state of dis-ease, disease. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry, I think of the electric company where the two faces were shadows, one face left, one face right, or one face right, one face left, and the word would come out of the one mouth and the back part of the word, and then they'd come together. I don't know. There's a lot of people out there who have no idea what electric company is. So sorry about that, but I know it was a good, a good little trip down memory lane for others. So dis-ease, that is your body breaking itself down because of the chemical reactions that we produce in our bodies when our emotions are filled with fear and they come from a place of evil. It kills us, everyone. I told you about if you're trying to punish someone else, you are truly swallowing the poison yourself. And so we were driving and I was like, oh my gosh. And I could feel my heart beat. I can feel my heart race. I'm paying attention to everything that's going on. And I said, wait a minute. So I stopped. 
I completely calm down. I put my body and my mind into a state of rest, of peace. My shoulders came down from my ears. My heart initially just whoosh, because it was beating hard. I could feel it. And that I knew, wait, I am stressing out my body. Why? Because we have to go 11 miles out of the way? Is it really worth it? It's not. So I shifted with my conscious self. And this is not new age stuff. I'm telling you it's important to pay attention because your mind can master your body. Most of the time, our bodies are programmed to do certain things at certain times. Let's think about the routines of our lives. And then when we try to change and calm ourselves down, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes our body fights it. But if we keep up with it and we keep doing it, we will master the body and we will be able to put our body in ease where we will create the good chemicals because we will have love and gratitude and freedom and empowerment as the emotions we have that are going to drive different chemicals in our body. It is medical. It is biological. It is chemistry. It is the way that our body works. So we can heal our bodies by making sure that we pay attention. And this is the real piece here. Keep God the center of our life. I prayed the day before. We were up at 3.30 in the morning. I had plenty of time in silence to be with God, to love God. That was a 15-hour car ride day. It was a beautiful day. There was no tension. We had some issues on the road, but everything was different as well because I spent time with God and I asked him into my heart and I told him who I wanted to be that day. And I asked if it was his will to help me be loving. Now, there weren't It wasn't perfect, but what am I connecting? What are the dots? I need prayer, people. (laughs) I need more time in the morning. So this morning, it was 420, 422 as a matter of fact. My husband got up. We went to bed so early last night. We were just exhausted. My husband got up and I was like, okay, I'll get up. I got up. And I meditated in mental prayer for an hour. (laughs) And I cannot tell you already, and I haven't even gotten out of my bedroom. It's six o'clock in the morning. I'm usually recording these podcasts closer to 7, 7.30 because I'm getting up about this time now. And I feel like I have rooted myself. I have put myself into situations today in my mind 
and I have given it to God, Lord, if it's your will, this is how I want to be today. This is how I want to show up. And to get specific with you, I want to be more intimate with my husband. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, every which way. I just want to be closer to him. I also said that I want to show up in a big, healthy way. I'm still on this wonderful mind, body, soul journey that I don't think I'm jumping off of anytime soon. As a matter of fact, people are coming to me to talk about intermittent fasting, to discuss prolonged fasting. And I have so much to share because I have tweaked and played with so many things. I'm finding out that I need to listen to my own body and I need to know as much as I possibly can. So I've been expanding out and looking at more and more stuff and it's just all been really good for my overall health. For my mind, I am learning, learning, learning. I know I am, I am firing off new connections in my brain. My brain is not just sitting there atrophying. I've told you before that the brain actually needs physical exercise because the brain, all it does is it shoots off signals. It's a signal firer. And then the rest of the body reacts through chemical processes, through cellular stuff, through muscle contraction, those kinds of things. But if you don't move your body, hello, your mind is just kind of dying in your brain, in your head, dying. So physical exercise is very important for the brain, but also learning new things and redirecting your emotions. So I'm also learning that if a certain person, a certain event, a memory, a thought triggers some emotion that we can actually disconnect that emotion from that situation and plug it in to a whole new emotion. So when you look at Bob, who you just can't stand, who makes your stomach turn when you look at him, who you can't, you know, well, guess what? Every time you look at Bob, you can reprogram that feeling, disconnect that, plug it into, I love Bob. You know, Bob's just, I have compassion for Bob. Bob's different. I don't know what Bob's had going on in his life. Bob's a child of God, just like me. We're all broken. We all do things that hurt other people and we're all different. So I'm just going to love Bob. And you can train your bodily reactions and your mental thoughts to be different. With God's help, of course, we always bring God into it. Only if it's your will. Because I know it's possible. I just don't know the timing or how it will happen because I don't know God's ways or God's timing. But when I feel that feeling immediately, I don't let it linger. Or if a reaction comes my way and I'm immediately reacting in anger, 
I stop and I'm like, okay, this isn't right. Like I was in the car. Okay. I could sit here for 11 minutes or 11 hours, 11 hours, 11 miles. Hello. I could sit here for 11 miles and mope, put my arms crossed in front of me, look out the window and what is the freaking point of that? That's not going to make anything better. It's killing me inside because I'm putting different chemicals and dis-ease in my body. So I'm not doing anything to hurt him. I'm doing everything to hurt me. So what I did was say, this is stupid. So I said, look, hon, can we just agree that when there's a change in the route that we just pull over and we don't make any quick, you know, emotional discussions or decisions while we're driving, trying not to get in an accident, that we actually just pull over and look at the thing and then we make the decision. And he was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because we were trying to see what was going on at the same time while we're driving. And then we're thinking it's putting us back on the highway. I mean, honestly, we would have just drove a half of a mile out of our way <laughs> had we listened to the thing and not done things so quickly and da, 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 da. only half a mile. Instead, we went 11 miles out of our way and then 11 miles back. So we added 30 minutes to our drive. But the point being, I didn't allow us to sit in that anxiety, that frustration, that anger. And it was gone. And so I said, I'm sorry. And he said, he's sorry. And we were great again. But what if you didn't do that? What if you allowed that tension to sit for eight hours until you got home? Again, you are creating genes that are going to cause you dis-ease. And you're going to have medical situations. You're, it's going to come out in you physically. I don't know how, but look at how much stuff is out there. Look how many autoimmune diseases there are. Look how many skin problems there are. Look how many anxious and depressive things that are out there for people, how much medication is out there. This is the state of dis-ease. And it has everything to do with how much we're paying attention and how much we are reversing the evil emotions and thoughts and dis-ease in our body and replacing it with the Holy Spirit and love and appreciation and generosity and kindness. Who, which I should say, not who, but these types of emotions create a different chemical reaction in your body. Think about when you're in love and all you can think about is that person and nothing can go wrong. You're on cloud nine. You're not upset with anybody. This is the reaction. That is actually a physical thing. It, it, it elevates our mood. It elevates our hormones and our endorphins. It elevates our good chemicals. It is creating har harmony in our body. We are homogenetic or homostasis or whatever the stinking word is. Our mind, our bodies are connected. They're in rhythm. They're doing great things. What they're doing at that time is they're healing. So when you're in a state that's stressful and you've got cortisol running through your body because you're all ticked off and you're, you can feel your heart pounding out of your body, 
You are creating disease. You could also be in that chronic state. Good luck getting healthy. Good luck losing weight. I lived through it myself. During this three-week time that we've been traveling all over the place, I went to a specific place for a couple of days, and I gained three pounds. Because of the stress, because of a relationship issue that I'm dealing with and I'm trying to work through, I'm on a whole new plane with that, let me just tell you. Because I refuse to allow anyone or anything to take my health. And the minute I left there and headed on down, I was free from that stress and I lost another three pounds, another six pounds. That is what happens when your body is clogged up with negative emotions and evil. You cannot heal. So let's take action. Let's, let's not just sit here anymore and allow ourselves to be slowly dying because of ourselves. We've got God here. We've got the point, let me go back. The real point is this. If you're not paying attention, you'll sit in that emotion for a real long time and it's going to do a lot of damage. Sometimes it's decades worth. If you've been cheated on or something happens with something major in your life, some trauma, you could be killing yourself for decades because every time you think about it, you get that emotion. And then your body literally gets addicted to that pump in that emotion, even though it's negative. And even though it does all this negative stuff to your body, your body feels like it's living that same situation again every time that you bring up that thought and your body attaches that emotion to it. Okay. <laughs> all I want to say is this. Stop killing yourself and start taking action for your life, for your health, for your friends and your family, whatever state of life you are in, be that best person. I am walking around right now with no knee pain, no hip pain, no cracking, no this, no that. My body is in the best physical shape I think it's been in in a while. I'm working on Supplements like electrolytes and things, I've found that when you shift your basic bodily function from processing carbs to processing fat, you've got a couple things you got to look at. Got to check out your electrolytes, got to make sure you've got the right enzymes. I'm pretty sure I had a leaky gut and have one, so I need to repair that, which means I'm working on my stress. Let's talk about stress, baby. Go look at that podcast or listen to it. You can look at it too, <laughs> but listen to it. Stress is so important and so many of us have no clue how to deal with it and how to reverse it so that God and the Holy Spirit can heal this body. That's why we need God's spirit in us. Okay. Boy, this went a lot farther than I thought. Longer than I thought, not farther. Speaking of farther, thank you for dealing with us, not being on the phone or not being on dealing with us. What am I talking about? 
Thank you for me not being on a podcast. Thank you for not being upset with me. (laughs) I didn't tell you that I wasn't going to be on, but I just felt like, you know, I'm not going to make my husband put his earbuds on. He had to do that for a couple hours the day before. I'm all good. And if you need help or you want to talk to someone, just kind of get an idea of how do I apply this in my life? Same thing with addictions, same thing with temptations, same thing with relationships. We can disconnect the association to the negative emotion and reconnect a new emotion. It takes some time, it takes some practice, it takes God, but the faster you do it, the quicker you are reversing that disease capability in your body. And the same thing can come from an addiction. We'll talk about that at another time. But paying attention, people, being aware, have meaning and purpose in your day. Put what you want to be to God. Lord, I want to be this today. I want to be filled with temperance. I want to have full self-control over me. And I want to show the world that I have God filled in me, that I'm filled with energy and love and his spirit and bounce the heck on out of your house and go see the world in that way. My meditation, my mental prayer this morning was energizing to say the least. Sometimes I kind of fall back asleep, but this was amazing. And this is why I'm probably not waiting. I wasn't, I'm still reading some things because I really want my mental prayer to get deep. So I'm checking out some other ways to ensure that I can go. Like I want more of a deep mystical experience. I want when I'm praying my whole being to be involved not just kind of mentally going there, but I want my body, I want to feel my body change. I want to feel my calmness. I want to feel my energy change. Yes, we are energy. Don't think that that's new age. We are atoms and neutrons and protons and we are magnetic. We have energy and we can impact others with our energy. There's like a three meter energetic field that each one of us has. And I don't know if you've been by people who walk in the room and can light it up or you can have someone walk in the room and they can suck the life out of it. And, or if you've been with someone where your energy is high and their energy is low and and you're, you are not working out together. (laughs) That's just how it goes. And energy attracts energy. So if someone is really seeking love, you put that energy out there. It's going to attract. It's weird. And it's not new age. It's actually chemical, biological. It is, gosh, dare I use the word science? Because you know, (laughs) you know what I feel about science. Okay. Anyway, this has been a long one. So what are you going to do today? You are going to what? Pray? You're going to make a decision to not allow yourself to kill yourself anymore with these horrible emotions based on external factors, based on environment, based on people, based on events, based on places. No more. 
you and God, who's internal in your heart and soul, can absolutely change your health, your emotions, your mental and physical stability together. Now make the choice. All right, just heard the coffee maker go for my husband down there, which by the way, I haven't had coffee since New Year's Eve, and I am loving it. I'm pretty sure that coffee is not so good for you. I don't know how anything that is black like that can really be good for you. I don't, I don't know. I don't miss it. I don't miss it. I am having a cup of butter and heavy whipping cream in the morning with uh, a little bit of hot water. I was drinking tea, but now I've been reading up a little bit on how that too can be a little damaging to the gut lining. We're talking about leaky gut. I feel I've got it. I've got the symptoms of it. So I'm really trying to repair my gut because if I don't, I'm just going to continue with all of my autoimmune deficiencies like my vitiligo, potential hives, things like that. So anyway, I could talk forever, seriously. <laughs> and if you need any help, just send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonash.com or put a comment in anywhere that you're seeing or listening to this podcast and I will have a conversation with you and we'll see what we can do to get you into that next phase. I want you, I desire for all of you to find this New mind-body-soul connection if it hasn't been there the whole time. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay, physically, just giving you a quick lowdown. I have, I think, dropped a total of 16 pounds. Remember, I did go up three, but during the whole um, vacation, I came back four pounds less. So for three weeks, that's good. I mean, I'm not trying to lose weight, but I'm tracking. I've also dropped three body fat percentages and increased two more percentages in body strength, muscle. And what was the last thing? Oh, I, I mean, I can feel it. It's definitely my body getting rid of things that are weighing it down. And again, I told you I'm not doing it for <laughs> the weight loss, but I think that's important because I'm also realizing that when I'm in a state of stress or when I'm getting irritable or edgy or angry, I'm shutting down my body's ability to be healthy. And that includes losing weight. That includes getting rid of my inflammation. And sometimes I'll eat something and it'll cause my body to be inflamed. But other times it could be an emotion and my body will just shut down. I will not have the ability to have it metabolize right. This is why people in big stressful situations and jobs and lives have issues. They create things like disease and genes that they may have had are now triggered. They're activated. You can get cancer and you can go through all of these autoimmune deficiency things and you could slowly kill yourself. And that, my friends, is not, <laughs> is something that many people don't even think about. I never looked at my stress. Seriously, I used to think that was a bunch of bunk. Ooh, 
I'm stressed, but I realized that I was 100% stressed out. I was living on cortisol most of my adult life in my job because I was always so insecure in my job that I was constantly worried about what people thought of me. I was always in this state of anxiety and not really fear, but there was also just this massive insecurity. And so I actually dealt with that insecurity and that uncomfortable cortisol feeling to try to bring myself down with alcohol and drugs. So I connected in my body relaxation and stress relief with alcohol and drugs. And so my body, when it gets stressed, automatically thinks, I need alcohol and drugs. (laughs) This is how it works, peeps. But then... When I actually get to the point where I make that connection and I realize, okay, wait a minute, when I'm stressed, I need to go and unplug the desire for this body to go for that, for that stuff and plug in my mind's ability to master my emotions, which is calming the body down, praying deliverance prayers to kick out any spirits that might be annoying me, hassling me, obsessing me. And then filling myself with God's spirit and love and acceptance and kindness. And it can be done. I've been doing it a lot over and over and over again. And I'm finding, wow, what freedom, what empowerment. And that it can be done like that. The minute you need it, there it is. So we'll talk about how to do that next week. Wow. Over 30 minutes. Look at it like it's a double podcast from yesterday and today. How about that? All righty, everyone. I love you all. Let's do this. Make the decision. It's not hard. It really isn't. It's actually fun. And it's interesting. And it's like a game. And it's, I don't know, it's exciting to see the dots connecting and everything clicking. Amazing. Have a blessed and inspired day.